The week before the second Sunday of Advent was, as anticipated, extremely full. I'd once had a friend with slightly older kids than mine tell me, when you're asked how you are, busy is not the correct response, even if it's the truth. At the time, my children being small, I didn't fully appreciate that conversation. My days were certainly full of work at the time, but it was mostly peaceful work. Nursing babies and changing toddler's diapers isn't the same kind of work as attending holiday band concerts and running alongside your child in a school-sponsored 5K. Being a natural introvert, this style of busy definitely took more out of me than the busy of former years. I was beginning to see what she had meant in those days leading up to Christmas. Sunday, December 5. I was looking forward to another great day of anticipation with my kids. So far, my plan was running smoothly. The first Sunday of Advent had gone well. My kids had even begun talking throughout the week about the next time they would get to search for Mary and Joseph and where I might hide them. They'd even begun talking about hunting for them next year. It always seemed to me that kids are eager to make anything that was fun once into a regular tradition. Or at least mine are. This time, we were on the same page. On the evening of the 4th, my daughter had found three different excuses to come down from her room after tuck-ins. It reminded me of a saying I had heard once about kids in bedtime. How as the sky darkens, they suddenly turn into thirsty little philosophers who just need a hug. I was on to her. She was clearly hoping to catch me in the act of placing out Mary and Joseph. She was determined to find them before her brother this time. <laughs> little schemer. I couldn't blame her. I had been scheming all week about where to hide them myself. As the sun rose on Sunday, I awoke to the sound of whispered arguing. I opened my bedroom door to find my son and daughter already on the hunt. Guys, you can call off the search. I haven't hidden them yet. Remember? We'll search tonight after we light the second candle. Oh, yeah. They quickly switched gears as we all began to prepare for gathering with the church. In between blow-drying my hair and finding clean socks for my son, I secretly slipped Mary and Joseph onto the living room windowsill and pulled the shades closed. Later that evening, as we began turning out lights and looking for matches, my son turned to me with a serious face. Mom, I know we celebrate Jesus' birth at Christmas, but then a couple months later, we celebrate his death. So it's kind of like we're happy he's born and we're happy he died. But you always say that death is the enemy. Yeah, I do. Death is the enemy. Because death was never supposed to be a part of our world. Then why is it? Well, we've talked about how Adam and Eve's sin led to our being sinners as well. And how we're born as sinners, right? Well, God's word says that sin leads to death. So anything that's done in rebellion against God brings death. But this light that I'm lighting right now reminds us that Jesus came into this dark, death-filled world with one purpose, to fulfill the Father's will. And it was the Father's will to allow his son Jesus to die in our place. And because Jesus is the perfect son of God, his death allowed God to give us Jesus's righteousness, even though we didn't deserve it. But mom, even though Jesus died 2,000 years ago, people still die. Yes, they do. And that's why Advent also allows us to not only look forward to Jesus' birth at Christmas, it also allows us to anticipate Jesus' second coming. Because someday, 
Jesus will return to earth and make all things new, and there will be no death anymore. We watched the light flicker and dance on the two white candles, one slightly shorter than the other. My heart rejoiced in the thought of Christ's first coming, which we would celebrate soon, and also in his second coming. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Mom, we forgot about Mary and Joseph! My daughter yelled in surprise. You may have, but I didn't. Go ahead, look around. The expected mayhem ensued. Before long, my daughter was laughing in triumph as she held up two small Legos that had been sitting on the windowsill. I found them! Beat ya! Good work. So, here's the question. Why the windowsill? The room suddenly became quiet again. I could tell they really had their thinking caps on. Okay, Mom, I give up. No, I can think of it! My son was determined to get the credit for something. Is it because they look nice from the outside of the house? No, but you're onto something. Why do we have windows in houses? Because they let in light? Yes, but they also allow us to see the outside, right? When you look out this window, what do you see? Grass, trees, Christmas lights. Yes, and we always talk a lot about light at Advent, don't we? Because Jesus is the light of the world. But there's something that you see when you look out the window that most people don't even know they're seeing. Air? Molecules? My daughter joked about her former understanding of science and how she used to think the word molecules was pronounced this way. The window. What do you mean? When you look through the window to the outside, you're looking through glass. That's true, my son said in amazement. Well, what if I were to put a big red piece of paper in front of the glass? What would you see? Everything outside would look red. Yup. So what does the window do to our view on the other side of the glass? It changes it. Uh-huh. See guys, our view of God, our view of the light while we are on this earth is like looking through this window. We're seeing it through something that makes it look different than it really is. We're seeing it through sin and death and ugliness. If these Legos were real, they would have been looking at the Christmas lights outside through this window. Everything we see is tainted by sin. But one day, Christ will return, and we will see him as he is, and we will get to see the world as it was meant to be, with no death, no sin, no decay, just life. And I'd say that's something to really look forward to. But since he hasn't come back yet, can we also look forward to Christmas? Of course! That's what Advent is for.